that um, we we were able to see at the house Saturday night. And we they threw down crab legs, turkey necks, uh, what they have, corn on the cob, greens, baked chicken. Um, they definitely showed us a good time. And I ate every single every single bit of it. Neck um turkey neck. neck. Well, I mean, amazing amazing food. You know, last time we were there for Fourth of July, they did. A cookout and and we went there as well. I mean, one the kindest people you would ever meet. But yeah. I think a lot of people in New Orleans, it's a cultural thing, and it's just amazing to know people like that. And um, thank exactly. you if you guys are listening. Thanks again so much for for taking care of us, feeding us, partying with us, and showing us the New Orleans uh, New Orleans way of doing things. <laughs> and, and shout out to your aunt. Your aunt, she she definitely showed hospitality. We stayed there Friday. And uh, you know, great conversation. She she is funny. She we had uh, we went out there. <laughs> Michelle's birthday is tomorrow. Happy happy early birthday, Miss Parker. And um, Thank so you. we had yeah cake and everything from Michelle yesterday. But you know, it, it was it, definitely they they show you a lot of love in, in New Orleans. So shout out to New definitely, Orleans. Definitely, definitely, yeah. She definitely took care of us as well. But you know yeah. that was to be expected. She's family. You know, always been so kind. Um, you know, but you know Dana and and Bryce definitely, uh, you know, showed out, showed up and showed out. Showed up, but they 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 didn't want us to leave. They say, "Y'all need to stay on Tuesday. We gotta get back. We gotta get back." Yeah, but, I really do want them to come to Atlanta, so you know we at least feel like we returned the favor in in some way. Exactly. But I know that um that they said it was it was their pleasure to have us. So thanks again. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So CK's actually out today, but Adam, I know yesterday was Oscar, Oscar. We missed him. We were on the road, but I saw from the recap uh, today on the news. Tell, tell us your thoughts. Yeah, okay. So let me get into that. But first, let me start with uh, the movie review. If you did happen to make it out to the movies this weekend, I happened to catch Nonstop, which is a Liam Neeson action movie that takes place on a plane. Uh, Liam Neeson stars as a U.S. Marshal who has to figure out this guy who's looking for a ransom who's going to kill passengers every 20 minutes on the plane. So uh, it's pretty good. It um, turns into a cat and mouse thing. You know, your audience is trying to figure it out while Liam Neeson's trying to figure it out. You know, then um, it goes along the line of who's tricking who, who's setting them up. Um, it's, it's a good Liam Neeson flick. Uh, nothing exciting. You know, if you don't need to see it uh, in the theater, you can watch it at home. Uh, not a big deal. Um, but it is fun to try to figure out who's doing this. And it's still exciting, even though we've seen it time and time again, to have those airplane thrillers because it is a um, kind of a monster in the closet thing where you're trapped, you know, so many thousand feet in the air and you have to find something before, you know, people die. So uh, that genre, I guess, is still holding strong because it just won the, you know, it's the number one in the box office this past weekend. Um, taking the Lego movie down a couple of notches. Um, so that being said, uh, check it out so you get a chance if you're looking for another Liam Neeson movie. It's not as good as Taken, I'd say, but, um, you know, Liam Neeson does what he does best. So that was good, and Oscars um, went well. You know, everyone pretty much won that I thought. Um, as you know, 12 Years a Slave took the, the grand prize, which um, yeah. I don't think that was unexpected. It was, you know, a favorite to win. Uh, across the board, um, you know, it already won a Golden Globe, a BAFTA, shared with Gravity. Alfonso Curion won the Gravity uh, Best Director for Gravity, which I think was well-deserved because he did an amazing job with that movie. It took five years to make, so a uh, long process, uh, well-deserved. And um, 
for the best actor, you know, we have Matthew McConaughey and both Jared Leto. Both did great jobs. They both had great speeches. The speech that stood out to me the most, and I don't know if you guys have checked the recap, was what's her name? And it escapes me. Um, uh, no. Lupita. Lupita from uh, 12 Years a Slave. And she had probably one of the best speeches I've seen in a while. And it's really, it's really great to see when these young people, especially new actors, actresses, come and they give such an emotional speech, such passion, because you could tell that they really feel it and that they really are thankful. And it was, it was a great experience for her. And, you know, it's, it changed her life, I'm sure. So, and she had just such great things to say during her speech. So, yeah, it was a great, great excitement, good fun. Ellen did fine, you know, she did her typical jokes. And, um, yeah, everyone did pretty good. Did, did you see the, uh, how they broke the record with the selfie being retweeted the most in history? The selfie they oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She beat Obama's uh, selfie tweet, so uh-huh. she had a pretty good selfie tweet, which was fine. I'm not a big selfie person. I mean, selfies have been around for, you know, 20 years. People have been doing it forever. I don't know why it's been a thing recently, but, uh, yes, that was fun. And um, I got called out. I got called out because um, I took I, I took a selfie. Uh, <laughs> I took a selfie when we first got in from uh, from you know hanging out in New Orleans, and then I took one we were about to go out, and uh, the, the guy we were saying what he said, "If I see you take one more selfie." <laughs> <laughs> they do not know how much Stephen Knight loves Stephen Knight, apparently. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if I see you, I take one more selfie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, and that was good to hear about you guys going to New Orleans. What did you say? I said, Ellen. I just wanted to add on to New Orleans. Uh, that was, you know, looked like a great trip. Uh, I saw pictures, and I went, you know, last year actually, and then I've been a couple of times. And one thing I noticed about New Orleans people, and you can probably back me up, is they are never in a rush to do anything or go anywhere. And I don't know if that's just being in Atlanta, and I'm ready to do stuff and go somewhere, right. but. The people I was with, oh, yeah, we'll get, there. oh, yeah, let's take our time, you know. And I'm like, I want to get to the parade. Let's see the parade. And they're like, oh, you know, we'll get there. Don't worry. So, well, yeah, I think, I think what it is is they really enjoy each other's company. Like, no one is in a rush to go out. Like, when you're hanging out with, I don't, I don't know, you know, if, if your experience is the same, but when you're hanging out with somebody's home, they created an environment there. Like, we were, you know, having the two drinks, laughs, and music. Mm-hmm. And so the environment is created kind of where you are. So it's not really of a, a big deal to hurry up and get out there because everyone's kind of enjoying each other's company at all times is what I felt. That's true. And I, it's such a beautiful city too that I don't think they have to rush to see other parts because everything around them is so nice and green and warm. It is. Third part. <laughs> well, <laughs> third part. <laughs> yeah, third part. Third part. Is- <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, obviously. Let's walk tell them about the um, the seats, well, the Cajun spot we went to on uh, Saturday. So there is a Cajun, I guess there's a, a chain called Cajun Seafood, and um, I have never seen food that cheap, especially, like, I was like, if I lived here, I would never eat fast food, which I don't eat fast food anyways, but right. why go to McDonald's when you can go and get, Tent wings for three dollars. It's just weird. Oh wow, that's awesome. I'm used to going to places out here, and it's you know twelve bucks for you know six wings or whatever. Right. Yeah. We got a bunch of food, and it was it was cheap. It was delicious. You know what I mean? It was really good. Bunch of food. Oh yeah, yeah. 
I saw mm-hmm. I saw Michelle's post about gaining six pounds in three days. So uh, right, I know yeah, it's dangerous I, out there. I, I, the fact that you had to mention it two hours before my birthday. Thank you. I'm trying to forget it. One of my uh, my trainers, he said, just make a choice right now to just let it go. So I was like, sure, but it's been on my mind all day. It's been on my mind all day. Well, you still look great. You still look great, so don't worry. Yeah, so I'll be back right by the end of the week. Don't be too self-conscious. Her aunt told her, don't worry about no diet. You're in New Orleans. You worry about that when you get back to Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) Eat here. Eat here. Enjoy the Exactly. You're on vacation. And right. I, I took her advice. Don't worry. I took her advice. I, I really enjoyed the food. <laughs> Perfect. Adam, Perfect. So, so we know the Oscars, you know, award season is over. Anything coming up, you know, that we should be on the lookout for? Uh, yes, and, I, you know, they all escape me at the moment, so I apologize. But I know there's a lot of good things coming up, and um, unfortunately I can't think of it. There's a movie called The Wind Rises, which I'm going to check out. It's the same guy who's done a lot of these uh, famous animes like My Neighbor Totoro, uh, Howl's Moving Castle, and this is the guy's last movie. The director, I think he's like 73 or something. So um, it was up for Best Picture, but of course Frozen won because Frozen is a, a powerhouse that's still in the theaters after coming out, you know, three or four months ago. So, uh, but it was it looks like a really well done movie about um, this Japanese plane designer in early uh, Japan, like the 1910s through World War II. So uh, that's something I'm looking forward to, and um, that's next on my list. Okay. Well, listen, Adam, as always, we appreciate you. Definitely have a great week, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, okay? All right. Thanks. You too, guys. Bye. Hey, Ron, what's going on? What up, what up? How's it going? How you doing? I want to know... Just tell me where y'all partied at. Just give me, like, I mean, was it in the French Quarter? Was it downtown? The French Quarter. We went there. We went there uh, Friday night. Friday night was our okay. French Quarter. And then Saturday night was this place called King's Duel. Um, it was a club. That's where Dana and uh, her husband took uh, uh Listen, I can't think of his name already. Yeah, we, were the, we were at the price. Uh, we were at the, um, the French Quarter. It was a little bit. On right. Saturday as well for the parade. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the parade wore us out because it was a lot of walking. I mean, it was good, especially what we were eating. But okay. <laughs> it was so many people, and and uh, you know we parked. Parking is, I mean, parking. When we first got there that Saturday morning, we parked um, at the parade was twenty dollars. There were some places that were thirty, but ours was twenty. And then by the time we went back three hours later, it was up to fifty dollars to park. Wow. And so, so yeah, so they were make, definitely making their money yeah. out there. But no we, we did a lot of walking, um, and it was great weather. It was really great weather. Cause I know they were they were expecting some kind of rain, um, but, but we didn't see it. It was great weather. But, yeah, we went with the Harris on when we first got there Friday, um, the casino. Yeah, well, okay. it was, it was, but you know what did, the um, thing was, uh, Aaron, when we left, we left uh, New Orleans. Guess where we stopped? Let's see. Guys. Popeye. Okay, headed, headed off Popeye. We all the business. We had a Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to stop at an authentic Popeye's. Where at? 
Yeah, because Miss uh, Parker, your, your cousin, he swears by, the, by Popeye's New Orleans, right? Yeah, Popeye's so usually I go with my cousins who are supposed to go on this trip as well, but couldn't make it. So usually when we drive to New Orleans, the first thing we do before we go to his mother's house is stop at Popeye's, and he will eat Popeye's every day while we're there because he does not like the Popeye's out here or anywhere else. He said the seasoning is wow. different. So, so there is a Popeyes in New Orleans so, when he's there. And so um, I was like, Stephen, we have to get this Popeyes because it's tradition. We always get Popeyes over here. So Stephen, that was the second time. The first time he ate Popeyes in his whole life, he said he got sick. Um, right. And so he had Popeyes. I guess that was his real first experience with good right, Popeyes. Exactly. I told him the chicken was probably rotten. That's probably why he got sick. Right. Um, yeah. But, I had it in Virginia um, years a, a couple years ago, and I mean it made me sick. It was it was, but it was kind of cold, and it wasn't. But oh, uh, yeah. yeah, last night that Papa was off chain. That Papa was off chain. Well, that's good. It sounds like y'all had a great time. Uh, what about beads? Did did y'all throw beads? Did y'all get yeah, beads? Yeah, bags and bags of beads. Um, Miss Parker's aunt, she does a lot, you know, for um, the community. She works a lot of the parades, and she does tours for the city and whatnot. And so she put together we, – we went out and got our own bees at the parade, but then she put together bags for us, um, okay. very nice beads and different little, you know, takeaways. And uh, so we have all this stuff. <laughs> you know, we came home. We, we, we came yeah, we back brought home. all kinds of stuff back. Right. <laughs> Dang. Mm. Nice. Nice. Well, good, good, good. I'm glad that y'all had a good time. Next year, I will be with y'all. Just letting y'all know now. I will be yes, Absolutely. I will be there. Absolutely. <laughs> now, as far as with sports, it's a light night. I'm just going to mention Allen Allen Iverson. The uh, Sixers have officially retired his um, number three. So no one playing for the Sixers will ever wear the number three jersey again. Congratulations, okay. Allen. Much deserved. Um, to me, he's definitely one of the top three Sixers of all time. Um, Dr. J, Charles Barkley, and Allen Iverson. And you know, you can debate who who's who's number two and, and number three. And he's from Virginia. So, Shout out to Virginia. He's from and, Virginia, my, and, my home and state. And from your home state, yes, he's from, <laughs> from um, the the um, Hampton Roads area. Yeah, so shout out to Allen Iverson. Um, that's it, y'all. That's pretty much it. Sports is kind of it's kind of light right now. I'm 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 waiting for the um, NCAA tournament to start up, so then I can definitely definitely talk about more sports. But right now it's, it's pretty light. Yo, please send a shout out for me this week, man. Miss Parker, Stephen, everybody. I have my um, midterm exams coming up this week, and I'm just Uh-oh. studying, 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 studying. Yes, yeah, so send out like a little, little shout out for me, a little prayer or something. A little, Absolutely. Absolutely. Something. We'll do we'll Definitely. Do Definitely. You'll do well. We have faith in you. Yeah, he's my guy. Thank you. Thank you all so much. Well, anyway, yo, you can follow me on fa- Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Aaron Cosby. Oh, just want to say one more thing. Lupita last night at the Oscars was stunning. That is a beautiful yeah. woman. Like it's, yeah. I, I can't she put it on. Gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Wow. Just hot. Beautiful I was going to say something. I was going to say something. You brought that up, Aaron. I was uh, looking up the speeches because they gave some great speeches last night, and they rated, uh, you know, the different actors' speeches. Lupita's speech, she got an A-plus on her speech. They loved what she um, 
what she, you know, spoke on um, about, you know, she said that anyone, no matter, you know, who, who you are, your dream is valid. Uh, Matt McConaughey, I was shocked that I gave him a C. I liked his, uh, I liked his speech. And then Steve McQueen, so a B plus. Um, okay. But, yeah, you can go on uh, the NewYorker.com and see why they rated him. But, yeah, I, I just thought that was, they gave her an A plus on her speech. But I thought she made some great points, like they said. Same here, same here, flawless, flawless woman. But, yeah, y'all have a good one. Um, Janaris, all yours. Thank you, Aaron. Well, listen, we know know that it's uh, Miss Parker's birthday tomorrow, but a day after is our very own Miss Ferguson, Janaris' uh, birthday. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Back to back. Back We sure do. Do you have a big plan? Um, you know, not anything like Mardi Gras or anything like that, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, dinner with family, friends, Robbie, so things like that, but nothing, nothing too big, nothing too big, well, we we but I, I also plan to do a lot, doing a lot of shopping too, so. Oh, we know well, that's a given, that's a given, but we, <laughs> we hope whatever you do though, you have a, you have a, definitely have a great one. Have a great birthday. Thank you. Thank you so much. And happy birthday tomorrow, Miss Parker. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, I heard you guys get it up. That's that's nice. That's really, really nice. <laughs> so what you got for us? Okay. Well, you know, um, usually I'm so excited to bring you guys so many sales. Um, but the sales are kind of dry this week. But I did find a couple of things for everybody. Um of course, as usual, it was mainly for the ladies, but there are a couple of things for the guys, too, so just keep that in mind. Um, so the Limited um, is having a sale, and they're having, like, a couple of online sales right now that ended earlier today, so I don't care to mention those, but the main sale that they're having is um, you can get up to 70% off of tons of styles um, on a clearance markdown, so that's up to 70% off, and usually... Um, the limited is uh, they, they they discount things up to forty percent off, so they're really like trying to move things, you know, get things out of the way for spring. And plus, over the last few years, over the last few seasons, um, sales have been down across the country. So you'll find that uh, you know you'll find the trend that uh, of stores discounting things in a major way. Like I think I told you guys a couple of weeks ago that. I went shopping with my aunt, and, uh, you know, I found some things in Ann Taylor Loft that were, you know, an additional 60% off. So you'll find things like that all over the place now because the sales have been down, and they're just trying to move items and really only cost like 50 cents to make anyway. So um, you'll always find that. But also with the limited, um, you can get 40% off of full-priced items, and you can get up to 50% off of tops and sweaters. So that's what's going on at the limited right now. Now, um, for all of you card holders out there, for Old Navy, Gap, and Banana Republic, there's really only one credit card. Um, if you have an Old Navy credit card, you can shop at Banana Republic and Gap, and the same goes for a uh, Gap credit card or Banana Republic credit card, um, and also Piperline because it's all one company. Uh, well, they're having a sale for card holders only. If you shop at Old Navy, you can get 35% of your purchase using your card, and if you shop at uh, Banana Republic or Gap, you can get uh, 40% off of your purchase using your card. Now, this, like I said, it's for card holders only. And this is something that Macy's is popular for. Like a lot of times with Macy's, 
you get an additional percentage off of your uh, of your price. I mean, of your purchase if you use your Macy's card, of course, because you know now you owe Macy's, so that's what they always do. But anyway, um, I I found that this this sale between for Banana Republic, Gap, and Old Navy, I found that this sale is extremely beneficial because they give you a real percentage off, unlike Macy's. Macy's only gives you like 15% or 20%. Over that, Republic, Old Navy, and Gap are giving you 35 and 40% off. So that's tacked on to whatever sale price there is. So if you're looking um, if, you know, if you're looking to buy a dress for some event that you're going to or just looking to shop, you know, for your upcoming birthday or if you're looking to shop for somebody whose birthday is coming up in hand, um, you know, if you have a Banana <laughs> Republic card, <laughs> So, you know, you can go ahead and stop at Old Navy Gap and Banana Republic and get, get that additional sale off. Um, Nine West is also having a sale, but it ends tonight. So uh, if you shop uh, if you shop at Nine West, you, Nine West, you can get 25% off of your $100 purchase or more. Um, and like I said, the sale ends today, so you need to hurry up and shop. Um, at Express, this is for guys and girls. Um, they're having a buy one, get one 50% off of all shorts. Plus, they're having buy one, get one for $29.90 on all jeans. Uh, Saks Office, uh, Office, which is uh, Saks Fifth Avenue, uh, well, their outlet store, they're having a really, really good sale that I'm so upset that I can't actually get in there to go to. Um, they are giving an extra 50% off of all of their clearance items for a savings of up to 70% off of your purchase. Um, for those of you who cannot get into the store like myself because, you know, outlet stores aren't really close, for it not because um, Sex Office actually has an online store. Um, of course, they're, you know, the, the, the items differ online and they do in the store, so they may have things online that, that they don't have in the store and vice versa, but they still do have an online store. You can still take advantage of that sale if you go online and shop right now. Um, I also wanted to remind you guys about the New York and Company um, semi-annual pant event. It's going on right now. They have tons of uh, pant styles on sale right now. And also, last but not least, uh, today is the last day to shop at Armani Exchange and get 30% off chinos. So, you know, for those of you who don't know chinos are, they're just really khaki. So, um, you know, if, if you want to take advantage of that, you can go ahead and shop at Armani Exchange. And that's all I have for you guys tonight. And they can find all that at BudgetShopHall.com, correct? Yes, they surely can. Okay, there's a link on our Facebook page. Uh, Ms. Ferguson, as always, thank you, and have a great birthday week, okay? Okay, thank you. You have a great day tomorrow, Ms. Parker. Thank you. Quick question before you went, uh, hung up. You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. What did you think about the gown? Oh, my God, of course I Now, everybody watches the Oscars for... <laughs> who see who wins the award? That's not what I watch it for. I watch it for the fashion, and of I course, agree with I, you I don't. I can, you know, I can find out who won what later on. I don't have to watch three, four hours of show for that. But I thought that Lapita stole the show. That is a gorgeous woman. I am so envious of her, and her spirit is just beautiful. I love that woman. I agree. I, I, I love how her skin just glows. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, my goodness. I never seen it like that. Oh, yeah. It just literally glows. Yeah, it really does. And, and and then on top of that, and everything that she wears, she just glides in it. It's like yeah. everything yeah. is made for her to wear. I love her. She's, she's awesome. She's 
she's wearing those. Yeah, like, I think Kid Cousin's dress was beautiful too. The white dress with, with oh, that yes. arm thing. I yes, absolutely yes, love her. Yes. So yeah, that I, I said now, and I you know I watch the red carpet shows, but I, I don't really care about that because I know that's so. <laughs> Everybody, everybody probably guesses. No, but I don't really care about the Oscars. I don't care about any of those award shows. I just want to see what everybody's wearing. Yeah, I agree. Really I think Wolfie was the worst dress, so I didn't expect too much from her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who had the worst dress? Wolfie, Wolfie, I don't know what she had. I love Wolfie Goldberg. I can still say she was the worst dress. I love her, too. <laughs> but that dress? I don't. I don't know. You know, it's 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 like she just doesn't care anymore. You know, she gets out of bed and she just goes to work. She doesn't try. She just gave up. Yeah, I love Whoopi. Yeah, I love Whoopi too. But I'm just saying, she gave up a long time ago. She she really did. Yeah, she gave up. That's okay. She gave up. She gave up. She just said, you know what? That's all for me. So let's just go ahead. First thing I come to. Which literally looked like a nightmare. So I'm, you know, yeah. I, I'm okay with that. Whatever. What be your rich? I'm not. So, I, I, <laughs> whatever you're doing, keep on doing it. Yeah, I saw somebody <laughs> posted on on um on Facebook last night. Whoopi, what do you have on? And then so of course when I woke up, I went online and checked out the dresses and you know pulled up all the worst dress, the best dress. I was like, Whoopi, Whoopi did not. But you know yeah. what? Like it doesn't picture as bad. I think when I see her on video, it just looks horrible. It doesn't. I, I don't know. I guess for her, she she tried. Even, even when you look at her on the view, I mean, she's on TV every day, and she literally looks like she's just rolled out of bed. I mean, she's just not. I, I'm not. And you know, like like, like I said, I don't want to knock her feet and what she's about. She 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 feels like there are more things. She feels she feels like there are more important things to devote her attention to, and I get that. You know, yeah, I, I agree. Whoopi, so uh, that's. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say you come on, Whoopi. Oh, the dress that Whoopi had on, Julia Roberts wore it a couple years ago. And that is a dress. That is a dress. Yeah. That is a dress. It was, it was <laughs> the, the the thing that she it was like it was like a like a tube with. You know, a strapless with a shirt up on, on under. It was it was a hot mess, and Julie Roberts wore it. Nobody should have worn that dress ever. I think that whoever designed that dress, if if they had asked me my opinion, which of course I'm no one, um, I would have told them to just scrap that and just start over. You just need to start the whole line over. Just start, just start from scratch. You, you just you, you need to go have a couple of drinks, or if you are drinking, stop. And this, this whole thing, this is ridiculous, but. You know, that's, that's, that's just one girl's opinion. That's just one girl's opinion. But they're rich. I'm not. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's all yeah, I, I think we're doing the worst and best dress for the most part. Yeah. But, that, I, I, yeah, I think I think that we um, agree on, <laughs> on on last night's fashion as far as best and worst. I'm sorry. I think Whoopi was best dress. No, you don't. If, if you did, we were definitely not watching the same show. One thing about Steven, when he likes somebody, he refuses the same thing. Just like uh, I remember when uh, Whitney Houston, everybody was like, she's on crack. She's walking around with a purple in the summertime. Steven was like, she's not on crack. She's fine. She was oh, she is on crack. You know what I mean? Like, it's it like the person that feels safe. You know, oh, my dress you know, is horrible. Is ever, 
you know he's ever the optimist, so you just have to give him that because I'm Ms. telling Parker, you. She was, she was just cold, that's all. It was hot. I mean, it was yeah. cold. <laughs> well, I tell you what, Whoopi looks Whoopi look better in, um, in, in the color purple than she did last night. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Now that's oh, I didn't go that far. I didn't go that far. Oh, okay. <laughs> tell the truth. I'm still going to wow. tell the truth. Yeah. Wow. Save the devil. <laughs> this yeah. Thank you as always. And uh, have a great birthday week, okay? Have okay. a great birthday week. You too, Miss Parker. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Steve and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Steve and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Steve and Night Show, Monday night. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Before we go to our first guest, Ms. Parker, uh, the question of the day was, since your birthday is tomorrow, a couple hours, how would you like to spend your birthday? And what would, what would be your answer? I would say maybe a nice dinner tomorrow. And um, I would never have said that. The old me would have been turn, turning up somewhere tonight. I just <laughs> I went out of town, had a good time. I don't feel the need to go out and do anything. Right. So, um, I don't know. I may plan something next weekend. I'm trying to figure things out because everyone's asking me. They're used to me having something. So everyone's asking me, what am I doing? Am I, am I putting anything together? So I may do something small next weekend. But, no, I don't have any any huge plans. And, and um, I'm, I'm okay with just going, probably going to dinner or, you know, I don't know. Something more intimate, yeah. And I was thinking yeah. the same thing. My, my birthday's in a couple of weeks, and, you know, the last, I think, three birthdays, they've been in clubs or lounges. And this year I want to do something right. different. I think I've kind of outgrown, not outgrown, I, I can't go out, but you know what I mean? Like, you want to do something different. So it's not all about getting, turning up and, you know, all that stuff. So, But, yeah, if you have your answer to the question, then go, go to our Facebook page, The Stephen Knight Show, or Twitter, and tweet us uh, which, how you like to spend your birthday this year. All right, so let's get to our first guest. Where am I at? All right, here we go. London Music Stellar Award-winning and anointed singer and songwriter Bashir Hogue began his music career at uh, music ministry at the age of 10 years old by singing for Open Door Baptist Church Choir in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Bashir went on and became a lead singer and a praise and worship leader at Deliverance Evangelistic Church. He later started performing professionally and at the age of 11 years old has worked with many, many artists. Not only a singer, but a producer. Please help me welcome SLM Records, award-winning gospel recording artist, Bashir Hogue. Welcome to the show. Hello. How are you doing, everybody? Good. How are you doing? I'm well. I'm well. Very well. Well, thank you for joining us today. Tell us a little bit about you. I know we spoke about it a little bit in the intro. Tell us a little bit about your upcoming and where you got to be where you are today. Well, um, as you mentioned, um, I did start um, in the church, which I'm still in the church. Um, um, not as much as I want to be, but um, more so just uh, started in the choir. 
Uh, my mother pushed me more so in the choir, and she said, you're going to sing, um, because I was mm-hmm. always singing around the house, and she said, you're getting <laughs> on my nerves, so I need you to sing on the choir. So <laughs> that's basically how I really got started, and then she started putting me in certain classes and with, you know, music um, um, instructors and teaching me the, the how to actually use my vocal so I won't lose my vocal um, um, I'll, I'll, I'll say so I won't lose my vocal training more so when I'm about like 15 years old. So the okay. thing is um, that's basically how I got started more so in the choir. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then at 11 years old, you started performing professionally and working yes. with, you know, artists. I mean, 11 years old. How did that happen? Um, <laughs> I would say that and to be truthful, honestly, with you, you know, um, it, it was God more so ordained. And um, the reason why I'm saying that is because um, you know how some people say you have to be at the right place at the right time? Well, that's basically how it was with me, more so. I was at the right place at the right time. And um, there was a few, you know, um, most of the times my church or somebody would actually tell me about a convocation that w- that was going on. And then I was asked basically to sing, you know, with Daryl Coley, um, and I was nervous. I was a nervous wreck, <laughs> mm. but um, nervous wreck. <laughs> but um, the thing was, um, he told me not to be nervous, and that's basically what happened. From there, people started asking me to come and sing and do different spots and different things like that. So that's how that actually kind of like rippled. So, but it was okay. great. It, it was great. And then your first album you released in 2002. How was that experience of releasing your first album? That first um, album was great. Um, it every day. It allowed, mm-hmm. Yes, every day. Yes, it allowed me to um, ex, uh, spread and actually stretch, but not as as not as far as I wanted to. But it it got me to the point where I needed to go. Just put it that way. Um, I worked with some great producers. And um, sometimes, um, you know, I, I, I'm going to say I speak truth, so I have to speak truth. Um, half of the people that were on my album, I didn't even know they were on my album. <laughs> um, wow. <only> because, <laughs> um, because when I would see them at certain events, they would say, hey, I was on your album. I was like, okay. <laughs> and I'll look at it, and I'll go back and look at the credits, and I'll say, oh, my gosh, they were. So, how, do you, um, how do you not know that on your album? That's interesting. I'm, How you not know that on your own? Well, because um, I don't want to expose too much, but I, <laughs> I will. <laughs> I will. I, I will say that um, because um, I was just always the, the producer. Um, I should say producers. They would tell me, you know, okay, you lay down your tracks, you know, or uh, you, you, you know, you can go home or you can do what okay. you got to do. And we just going to call on the rest of the people to do what they have to do. And I said, well, I want to be involved. And I was involved in some of the things, but most of the things that I don't, I didn't really have to be there for. Right. So yeah. um, when it, the final project actually got released, and I said, wow, it's great. But at the same time, I just never knew basically who all was involved, and you know, with voice arrangements and different things like that. So um, that's how that happened, you know. But okay. It was a good experience for what it was. It was. It was. And it did well overseas in, in London. Tell us about um, patience. Patience. Patience is a more uh, 
a stre- uh, stretchy album for me. Um, okay. It's very different from every day because now people are saying that's not gospel. <laughs> so I'm saying I, I, I I'm telling people now that you know, you know I'm accustomed to change, and right. basically change is my friend more so um, because that's really the only constant thing in the world is change, and people exactly. actually do change. Um, a lot, you know. Um, we think they bipolar, but it's not. Sometimes they are, but um, <laughs> but it's more so. It's more so with the actual, you know, uh, change of how I how I went through certain things in my life, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, and I had to wait to actually do certain things, so that's why I called the album Patience. And from that, you know, there were other, you know, tracks that came along. It was just more so a life experience album, more right. so. Yeah. Because I think I think that's the biggest thing, you know, being a, a artist is having to learn patience. Anyone that knows me knows I'm an impatient person, but the music industry has <laughs> taught me has taught me patience is. I mean, it, it, it's inevitable. You have to be patient, uh, you know, to to let certain things happen. What have been some of your biggest lessons in you know in in having a music ministry, releasing projects, producing projects. What has been your biggest lesson thus far? Um, wow. My biggest lesson was to actually, <laughs> and I'm going to use that word again, actually to be patient with right. um, who I am working with. Um, mm-hmm. Because I like to, um, it's fun that you said you're impatient. I'm impatient when it comes to um, work. As far right. as okay, can we just get it done? Exactly. <laughs> That's just exactly. you know. Even when I'm in a, uh, even if I'm in a booth, I'm like, can we just get this done tonight? And they're like, no, we got you got to come back. And I'm like, okay, right. y'all, you're wasting my time. <laughs> and exactly. it's like, <laughs> like I share, it takes time. So, um, at, you know, working with certain people and just um, having that experience, you know, it taught me that you know, even in the music industry. You know, there are things you do have to wait for, you know, and mm-hmm. if you don't wait for it, and if you actually, I mean, you can go, you know, another route, but the other route is a different route, but I choose not to do that one. But the whole thing is just that I'd rather wait to actually do what I have to do because, you know, I, I, it's that old saying, good things come to those that wait. So, it's, you know, that's, exactly. yeah, that's, yeah. that's where I am. Yep. So we'll, we'll be listening. In our in our last half hour, we'll be listening to two of your songs, "Unbreakable" and "Random." Describe those two songs. Okay, "Unbreakable" has a lot to do with more so just the the things I went through more so in church, um, um, social life, in reference to like um, if I would go to certain things, uh, certain uh, not things, but certain events, you know, mm-hmm. um, I would get certain side looks as from people not understanding why, you know, um, and um, so Unbreakable is very dark, um, but at the same time, it had to be, it had to be actually produced, and I told him, I said, if this song is not produced, then I'm not doing it, but they actually bent, they actually, you know, said, okay, we're going to do it, you know, and um, it, it, it just basically had to, I had to go through a lot to actually get this song out. Only because wow. of the, you know, of what what people would say, you know, wow. and yeah. 
and I was just so stuck on what people were saying about me more so and the change that I was going through. And then something clicked and said, and something's told, and, and basically it was more so God and, you know, even my mother and my family, my manager, Antoine, and, you know, they were telling me, you can't, they can't break you. And I said, right. okay, I'm unbreakable. He's like, they can't break you. So that's when I wrote this song. <laughs> so wow. that's, where, that's where you had it. Yep. Okay. And then what about um, uh, Random? Random basically is more so just me. I um, That song was written because um, most of the times I write my songs actually on an overcast. Um, artists are weird. I know you already know that, but we're, we're weird. So <laughs> the thing is, I can, <laughs> um, if it's an overcast, I like to walk on an overcast day. And I'm just thinking randomly on some things more so. And right. I just start singing about those things I see. And that's where random came about. So, and that's why it's called random. So, yeah. What What are you working on that we can anticipate in the future? I am working with right now um, an artist. Basically, I'm working with a few artists actually, and um, Anthony Lamar and Stephanie Starks, um, Rita Fields, and I'm working with these three artists at this moment. And we're, um, I'm actually getting them in the studio um, in reference to my organization that I have. Um, and we're actually, I'm trying to actually put them where I am so that way they, they don't have to actually struggle too much. But I do want them to actually know what it is, to actually know what I went through. But at the same time, this is, this is what I'm doing. I'm working with them, and I'm also doing, you know, um, some outreach for um, Africa, we did something last uh, a few years ago, and uh, we're doing it again for South Africa, and so that's the project we're doing. Um, and we're also doing another project called the Dream, um, the Dream Part Two, and it's more so just allowing your dreams to become a reality. So, okay. and that's okay. that's what that's what I'm doing right now. Yep. Lots of things coming up. Tell us where we can follow you. Keep up with what you got going on. Sure. Um, my Instagram and Twitter is Bashir is Bashir Voice. That's is Bashir Voice. Um, Facebook is Bashir Sharaka Hold, and website is under construction. So um, right now you can probably reach me on those those three at the moment. All right, Bashir. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, I'm, uh, no, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Okay, well, okay, well I, I want to thank you for taking the time to speak to us, and I wish you nothing but continued success in your career and your ministry, and uh, God bless, man. Thank you so much for having me. No problem at all. We'll all right, back I'm going to bed now. We'll be after this. All right, bye-bye. You're listening to the Steed and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Steed and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Steed and Night Show, Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time only on EOTMRadio.com.
Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Uh, we're about to play my uh, conversation with Denise uh, Matthews. Remember, she was the lead singer for Vanity Six. She, uh, Vanity was her name. Prince discovered her, named her, and uh, we had a conversation last week that I want to share with everyone. Hope you enjoyed and see where she is today. If you know she was, you know, she battled with um, drugs and addiction. Uh, from promiscuity, she had a very volatile relationship with Prince, uh, but she turned it all around. And in our next conversation, you're going to hear where she is today. Hope you enjoy. Okay, well we're waiting, we're waiting to cue, cue the conversation. So let me do this. Let me read your uh, comment, your your responses to the question of the day. We're waiting to get the conversation going. Uh, let's see that here. So the question today was, how would you like to spend your birthday? You know, Miss Parker said that, you know, usually back in the day she wouldn't be trying to have to club somewhere, but, you know, now she's a, a nice dinner, you know, something more uh, romantic or, or intimate works for her. Let's see, Bernita Carmichael said, as always, surrounded by family and her supportive friends, birthday energy. Angela said, I would like to be wine and dine and taking the scene, a concert or show with great seats, the kind of date that she could be dressed in the nine. Limo ride would be nice, but not necessary. I think the name is Gary. I said, appreciate it, acknowledge, and admire. It's a simple thing. He'd much rather be in good company, particularly with a significant other, at a concert or on a road trip or at the park around midnight. They don't have to park at midnight. Anyway, <laughs> Marvin said, out of town somewhere, warm. Uh, Ryan said this year he'll be roller skating. Roller skating. As well, Rakira said alive, healthy with her family. She's not picky. Uh, Adrian said she'd like to spend her birthday at the Georgia Library office claiming her million. Thanks. Merle said this will be, she'll be celebrating her fabulous 60th and she uh, would like to have an evening to remember. Black and gold affair surrounded by family and close friends. Tony said, drunk, party, with friends and family, or alone with a significant other on the island or beach. He said he's one stream or the other. Chef E.O. Quinn, he said, here with a decked out treehouse, full garden of herbs, plenty of fish and chicken. He said he cooks every day and, and uh, then relax on the beach in a hammock. Diana said, doing what she does, what she wants to do. Hilton, jacuzzi, best friends, and a picture of margarita. Uh, Mandalina said, dancing, drinking, eating, fun with her family and friends. Richard said, this year, out of town and drunk. Ashley said she would like to take a trip, to, uh, take a trip from it all. That's what that meant. Heidi said, with someone who is famous, a singer, and sing on stage with them in an arena in front of thousands, and then someone coming up to her and saying, wow, what a voice. I love to work with you. Like an A&R rep producer, she said, one can dream. Nick said she just wants to be alive, and then Alvin said at home with family and his son. All right. So, um. We thank you, everyone, that always comments on the question day. We do post the question day every day, and then on Mondays we definitely uh, we definitely uh, ask you one to 
to uh, to participate. What we're going to do now, we're going to play one of the songs by Bashir first, and then we're going to get into an interview with Denise Matthews. So let's play this song for uh, for from Bashir. He was we just spoke with him. One of his great gospel songs. We listened to all of them. They were really good. Check it out and hope you enjoy. Across the nation, I know elevation tonight, dissemination, and I know now I'm left here thinking of your words. So As I walk through the streets, I see the leaves falling on the branches. I know the seasons change, within the season change. I hear the Procrastination, I know Elevation denied So I'm left thinking of it Thank you. 
the Stephen Knight Show. Denise Katrina Matthews was the first was first introduced to us as Vanity, the lead singer of the female trio Vanity Six, which recorded the 1982 R&B hit Nasty Girl. After one album, Vanity decided to leave Vanity Six and would go on to pursue a solo music and acting career. Vanity gave up, gave up her stage name and became a born again Christian in 1994, the year that she almost died after the effects of smoking cocaine. After Kenny Trans played in 1997, she decided to devote her life to evangelism. She now speaks at Churches Across the United States and worldwide. And in 2010, Matthews released her autobiography, Blame It on Vanity. Please help me welcome evangelist Denise Matthews. Welcome to the show. Okay. Uh, and then I, uh, so there was a, a, a trip out that was 
Okay. You know, I went back to the, mm-hmm. I understand that. Both mm. a little and, and almost died. But then, I, um, but I had already been saved. And okay. So, and then I was sober after that. I've been sober now for 21 years. Oh, congratulations. You praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. I've been a virgin in Christ for about, I, I got married. Now I'm a, I've been a virgin in Christ for about mm, 16 that 
just because I'm sister to a lot of people. Right, yeah. And uh, and I've thought about it a lot, you know. And people don't uh, don't use me up for anything like that. Um, I, I'm in love with Jesus, and, and I'm in love with uh, I'm in love with strangers. I love God. People are love strangers. I love to witness to strangers. I love to tell people about Jesus. I am probably the happiest person I know in my world, in, in, in all of the world. Wow. wow. <laughs> I feel like I'm the happiest. No, I'm the happiest. No, I'm the happiest. No, I'm the happiest. <laughs> 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 oh, you used to like a happy place, though. But I, I live in God's fullness of joy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, I, I, I repent for everything I I can. I, I, everything. God. The Bible says if your heart convicts you how much greater God makes your heart. So I try and make sure that anytime I have a bad thought or anything wrong, you've got to catch your thought. Yeah, exactly. exactly. you got to catch every thought because that thought can lead you to do something stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if I'm driving too fast, fast God will see you driving too fast. I look at my technology, he's right. I slow it down five notches. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, you've got to be keep that uh, internal uh, com- uh, computer that 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 voice of God and and learn his voice and that you learn his voice through the words of God that's what's so important to stay yourself inside the word of God and to listen to the word of God. Amen. Amen. Okay, now you can ask me a question. Go for it. Now I can ask a question. <laughs> well, you mentioned that you were on uh, social media now, and obviously it is to minister uh, the Word of God. But you, we know how people can be out there. You know, I was I was looking at some of your old, uh, well, I was looking at some current, or well, your interview when you were promoting your, your autobiography, but then I was looking at some of the older interviews, and I think one was on American Bandstand. And I was reading the comments, and, you know, a lot of people have some great things to say, and then there are always the people that try to, you know, throw a wrench in there. Do people ever come at you that way? Do they, you know, especially on social media? I never read the wrenches. I try never to see the wrenches. Okay. I am so happy that, you know, you say yourself in Hollywood, but I believe a five-minute stop reach before I said the whole world is Hollywood. Uh-huh. Hell. Wow. The Hollywood is hell and is hell. Wow. And that's what my book says, Hollywood, Hell, and Heaven. Right, amen. But, yeah. uh, and that's such a bit of television, people. 
Yeah, I can imagine. Because, you know, the Bible says that God put the strings to straighten out our crooked places. Right. And to give us understanding of what we don't understand at night. Right. And so when I I ask for, like, I don't read the the, the comments and stuff. Because they can be very hurtful. They can be, yeah. Yeah. Because especially to a, a, a Christian woman like myself, mm-hmm. her heart is very soft. Mm-hmm. And I care what you think before I was there. I care what you just for what? Right. Right. So, yeah. so, you know, hey, I made, I made bucks for that. Shut up. <laughs> right, you got paid. <laughs> I would be my attitude. So what? Uh-huh. So you made. What have you started? Exactly. What you so now exactly. I don't do that way because all that thing was, all that stuff was made. So, if I was to read all the bad comments that would hurt me, then, because I just, there's a little X box right there that would just X you out right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, exactly. Just, so if you didn't get it and you, you felt like you had to be rude and evil, I'm supposed to return love for evil. So I yep. might send you a message, which I have. I think uh, the worst enemy thing, like my guy right in the back would say, Mm-hmm. I, I did that when I came to 
Yeah. And when I'm wrong and when I'm upset with somebody, what about the spot? I see my captain changing and I go, oh, I am so sorry. Please forgive me. Mm. That was so stupid of me. Wow. I'm sorry. I was angry. That was, that was real. What I just said, please forgive me. You'd be surprised how many people just they just shower you with love because you turned it out and you said, please forgive me. Please forgive me. Amen. Amen. So I know you said that you're working on uh, your second uh, second version. Yeah, my second book is a black and white book, but it's got color pictures inside of it. Okay. And I'm going to start on Thursday. I'm trying to finish it by Thursday. And my next book I'm trying to do for my um, March, uh, mid-March, I should have it out. That's why I haven't. Maybe oh. even before that. I don't know. Okay, but great. you know, via social media to, to your fans and followers, where's the best place they can uh, follow you or, or inter- interact with they you? They can follow me on Twitter, on uh, 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 Facebook. I'm a lot on Facebook. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Facebook. And um, you can email me if you like at Denise.Matthews. That's my personal email, Denise.Matthews at ACC.net. Wow. Well, I'm definitely going to go on all my social media and follow you. I love your spirit. You know, you definitely sound like you're in a happy place. And I think that's something that we all strive to be in. We all strive to be in a happy place. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come and join us tonight. And I wish you nothing but the best. And I look forward to to, uh, getting your book and getting the new one when it comes out, uh, hopefully in March. Okay. Girl, I'm on my way.